We welcome in a former All-American from Texas A&M, a nine-year NFL vet, and he's still playing professional football to this day. His name is DeMontre Moore from Texas A&M, an Aggie and a standout defensive tackle in college and a man who's had a very fine professional football career. He joins us here on Sports Talk. And DeMontre, good evening. How are you? Uh, howdy. I'm doing good. Thank you for having me, guys. Our pleasure. Thank you for joining us. And, boy, you've had quite the run in professional football. I was going over your your history and the number of teams that you've played for over the years, both in the NFL and now in the uh, Canadian League with Calgary. You've gotten a good look of uh, all around North America, haven't you? Uh, yes, sir. I'm widely, uh, I'm widely travel. What they uh, travel? What they say? Uh, I can embrace that title of uh, being a true journeyman from the NFL to the CFL. Um, I got to see all across the state. So yeah, been traveling a lot. Do you take that more? Some people might say you you use the word journeyman. I mean, some people might take that as an insult. I think I would take it as a compliment. It means that somebody always wants you. <laughs> exactly. I'm with you when you're right. Um, I don't take it as an insult, uh, the word journeyman. We need to change that narrative. Um, there's a lot of negative connotations that uh, come out there uh, that's portrayed with the word journeyman, even uh, portrayed with one to play in the Canadian Football League. At the end of the day, you're playing professional football at the highest level. Some guys have never even made it past high school, so any moment that you're still there, you should be appreciative of it. And I'm just uh, grateful to say that I've been around for nine years. Uh, like you said, well, uh, one person's, uh, one man's trash is another man's treasure. Mm. Well, I may, I've, 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 am the epitome of that. So, you know, like I said, it's always good to be wanted. It's like that hot girlfriend in uh, back you, you had in high school. Everybody wants her. You just got to wait your turn. There you go. Well, you were no man's <laughs> trash in college. You were a consensus all American in 2012, you had 26 and a half career sacks at Texas A&M, 12 and a half as uh, your last year there, and then you were a third round pick in the in the NFL. <coughs> Excuse me. What do you think about your pro career to this uh, to this point? Um, I think it's been amazing. Uh the average is uh 3.5 years. Uh, I've been able to triple that. Uh and keep going you know i i was fortunate enough to have a nine-year nfl career uh i'm going into my third year playing in canada and who knows what the future may hold i might be back in the nfl might be in canada we don't know the the fact that i still get to play this game a child's game for yeah. king's ransom uh hey i'm living beyond the wild like they say uh when you go to vegas i'm playing with house money baby yeah <laughs> i it, can't lose is is the money good in canada and does it spend well Hey, I mean, it's good enough uh, at the end of the day. Um, you know, when you start out your rookie year, it's nothing compared to the NFL. But um, at the end of the day, you're able and blessed enough and fortunate enough to pay um, pay for the means of my livelihood. Uh, my wife, my kids, they enjoy it. The bills keep getting paid mm. and the check keep clearing. And uh, to, to be playing football while doing it, hey, man, you can't beat that. Most guys are clocking into a nine to five. How many guys can actually say that they're going in? and doing something that they love as a career. And it's not like it's a job. It's not that it's a passion, but it has been a career. I've been playing uh, 12 years of professional football over a decade. So anytime that check clears and it's uh, for playing the sport, I am completely okay with that. 
visiting with uh, Demontre Moore. Now, uh, up in Canada, we all know that <clears throat> the rules are a little different and uh, the field is is wider. And <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm battling the end of a head cold. Um, the field oh, I understand. It's yeah, a mouthful over there. <laughs> I'm telling you. Uh, but from your standpoint as a defensive lineman, is the game much different? Uh, except, I guess yeah. maybe one of the big things is uh, what they only have. You only play three downs before you punt. Am I right about that? Yes, sir. There is a number of rule changes that are different compared to the NFL. But like um, the overall premise, football is still football, but it is a big um, culture shock for me uh, having a fast get off. Uh, that being one of my best assets, it kind of gets neutralized when you go up there because you have to play a yard off the line of scrimmage. So no matter how good your get off is, you still have that offensive line that has a yard to recover before you make uh, contact with them. So that's one of the rule changes. Um, another rule change, like you said, the fields are wider, so you got to run a little bit farther. So for me, being a sideline to sideline guy, it takes sideline to sideline to a whole new meeting. And so the fact that I can still run sideline to sideline up there with a wider field, that's a testament to my conditioning and a testament to my off-season program with my coaches that I've uh, trained with from Derek Johnson, uh, who's Earl Spence boxing coach, to Nathan O'Neill, who just got hired as the defensive line coach uh, um, in Edmonton up there, and then uh, Ryan Mensler, who I've been training with since my rookie year coming out the draft, uh, doing draft prep. So it's a combination, and my hat goes off to them to have me ready to make those adjustments with the rules and stuff. Demontre, you're an outstanding young man. I think the inspiration you have is is just remarkable to me because I would think after being cut from different teams and trying to latch with one and maybe play a couple of years and the the amount of times you've had to go through that process, how do you keep getting back up and not get discouraged and say, you know what, I don't I don't want to deal with football anymore? Um, for me, um, how do I – how do I keep getting back up when you get knocked out or some uh, one team tells you no after another? That is a phenomenal mm-hmm. question. And I think for me, I take this one mantra with me. Uh, my coach, um, like I said, I've been blessed uh, playing 12 years professionally. Not uh, That's not including my college career and all the coaches I've had along the way. But um, one of the guys that sticks out to me, his name is Joseph Wheelock. Uh, he is actually a high school coach right now. He coached me and Justin Matabuku, who's playing this weekend for the Ravens, who's been doing having a phenomenal year. But one of the things that he told us in high school was the word Invictus. Uh, it was a Latin word that meant unconquerable. And that mantra has stuck with me from transferring from school to school um, this isn't me being a journeyman is uh, in the NFL. I guess that was already kind of uh, seen in fruition because I went to three elementary schools before I finally found uh, one public school to go to. And then even after that, from fourth grade until sixth grade, I ended up transferring from another high school um, and stayed there for only a year. And the one thing that uh, stayed with me is like, no matter where I go, I'm going to be the top level of the competition. I'm going to go in there. Uh, if somebody tells me no, if somebody tells me I didn't grow up in this system, I got to go. That is my fuel and my fire. Um, coach uh, Robert uh, Sala, the head coach for the Jets, always said, have your why. My why was always saying, if you told me no, I'd be damned if uh, I was going to let that be my answer. Nobody defined me. <laughs> and so when one person told me no, it was like, okay, you know, sometimes you got to get back to the grinder. Look at yourself in the mirror and most importantly, know that you're built for this. And literally, I will talk to myself in the morning and I'm like, can't nobody stop you. You can't be denied. Your talent is undeniable. The one thing that you need to do is play the game within the game. And once you do that, 
everything else will be like uh, it'll be raining cats and dogs. It'll be an abundance of joy for you. And literally, I learned how to do that. And I was fortunate enough to where most of those guys aren't able to latch on in their career and go find a team. It was like, hey, have that resiliency and go do good. And some of those teams, they wanted to keep me at the end of the year when it came to free agency. I just chose to go to another uh, place because I thought there might be a better opportunity or something like that. And so it's like you said, somebody always wants you. So you just got to keep going. And I'm applying that um, – not only in football, but in every aspect of my life. I've been doing this since day one, and I'm going to do it in football, and I'm going to do it well when football's done, if that's in the media, sports broadcasting world, motivational speaking. like I, I, I challenge anybody to go on and live with that mantra of being invictus, uh, being unconquerable. Uh, I have it tattooed on my right arm uh, behind my tricep, so that way I'll never forget it, and I give it a tap. DeMontre Moore, who I think will be an outstanding public speaker, for no doubt about it, joining us here tonight on Sports Talk. All right, DeMontre, I'll give you a chance to, to put on that broadcasting hat for just a moment. You watched, I'm sure, the divisional round of the NFL playoffs now that we're down to four AFC-NFC championship games this weekend. As you watch San Francisco and Detroit on the NFC side and, and certainly Kansas City and Baltimore, what do you see from those four teams and who do you envision going to the, uh, the Super Bowl after this weekend? Man, we we are blessed and in a hell of a time to enjoy some great football. I'm going to start on the side of the Ravens, <laughs> the Ravens versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, you have two immaculate quarterbacks in Lamar Jackson, who uh, has my vote for MVP, but uh, Patrick Mahomes, who has who's been an MVP before, who's a Super Bowl uh, winner and has a tremendous team around him. You have those quarterbacks, but I'm going to take it a step different. What, everybody's going to be showing the quarterback's love. Me as a defensive lineman, I got to bring it back to my roots. I got to go to the defensive side, and that's what I think is going to come down to is the battle of the defenses. And if we're going to have to be picking, um, I think the Ravens' defense – um, they're firing on all cylinders right now. Chuck Smith, who I think is the unsung hero over there, him, my boy uh, Zach Orr, who I had the privilege of playing against and being uh, really good friends. We came out the same draft year. He's their linebacker coach. But those guys have that linebacker in front seven humming right now. <laughs> what do you say, you sweetest mother's milk? And mm-hmm. so right now they are going between the talent and the scheme. But then on that same in that same sword, you have Kansas City Chief defense who uh, defensive coordinator Steve Spagnolia, who was a uh, <laughs> the innovator of the NASCAR defense that has won the Super Bowl for time and time again. Not only with uh, KC, but even dating all the way back to New York Giants. And what uh, I'm going to steal a quote from one of my favorite rappers, Lil Wayne: "Experience is the best teacher." So when you have all those things coming down in the plate, I think whoever has the better defense is going to win that game. And if I was a betting man, which I'm not, I'm going to go and lean with the Ravens with that pass rush. I think they're just going to be too phenomenal. And I think Lamar Jackson is going to go over there and make the plays that he made. But we also have to take into consideration that they're also adding two of their biggest weapons this weekend, Marlon Humphrey and then Andrews coming back at tight end. So now that he has two more weapons, that's going to be more of a threat for him you have to worry about him throwing his legs and then on top of that other people making plays and that's going to be less stress and when it's less stress you go out there and you do your best so I got the Ravens edging that one out and a close nail biter I think that one's going to be a shootout and then we're going to flip it over and go to the side of San Francisco versus the Detroit Lions 
ah, man, y'all, y'all are pulling in my heartstrings right here. Me being a 49ers fan, you know, going to the Super Bowl with them, we didn't win it. But um, I've been saying the last few years, this is going to be the year that they finally cap it off. But with us saying that they're going to cap it off, they're meeting a tough momentum team right now. We always know that it's not the big guys that you have to worry about. It's the scary, the skinny guys that you have to uh, worry about right now. And right now, Detroit Lions is that scary. I wouldn't even say skinny because they're 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 their own monster within themselves. Uh, I'm gonna. I love using analogies, and so I'm gonna use this one analogy where they say a hungry dog hunts best. Well, in this case, a hungry lion is hunting best right now. Mm. They have the momentum. They've beaten the big teams. They're proving that they're not even supposed to be here. Nobody was even thinking about it. We all like laugh when Dan Campbell came in and said that we're gonna have that ankle bite mentality and mm. just go get that grit. Well, guess what? He has done that exceedingly and abundantly and embraced that Detroit culture. The city is not known for being a glamorous city. It's not like Miami, New York, uh, hell, even San Francisco. It is the motor city known for forward, hardworking people, blue-collar people. And that is what Dan Campbell embodies. And they said the ship only goes as far as the captain right now. And that captain is humming, and everybody has embraced that mantra. They have embraced being the ugly, hardworking guys. And I think with Jared Goff doing the things that he does. He has a plethora of offensive weapons. I think both of these defenses are phenomenal. When you have Nick Bosa, Aiden Hutchinson, they're going to kind of even out there. Um, I think San Fran defense has the slight edge with their front seven because you have Nick Bosa, Eric Armstead, Chase Young, (laughs) Randy Gregory, all these other guys over there. But where I think that is going to be the difference maker in that game, as much as I want to go with Dan Campbell and the unsung hero, it's like that similar Cinderella story. The clock is striking 12 right now. I hope it doesn't happen. Don't be surprised if they end up in the Super Bowl. But I do think that San Francisco offense is going to overpower them too much. You have Brock Purdy, who is clicking on all cylinders. I think him and Jared Goff are evenly matched as far as the quarterback. But I think the running back play is going to separate itself from Christian McCaffrey um, over Gibbs. And then you have the tight end, Laporta versus uh, uh, George Kittle, who's been there. I think that experience is just going to take over. And then they have the big X factor in Debo Samuel and Trent Williams right there, offensive tackle. And I think that's just going to be too much momentum to take the Lions off. Now, don't be surprised if they do go there. I think Dan Campbell is such a fighter that he will have that team over there fighting and grabbing ankles. And so it's not going to be as easy as San Francisco think getting out of there. DeMontre, it's been great having you. Boy, I hope we can have you again. Tell Annie to uh, rebook you with us. Yes, sir. Anytime. Thank we y'all can, for having me. We can talk to you it. forever. But, man, <laughs> love love your passion and love what you've done in your career. Uh, good luck moving forward. We're here for you. Anytime you want to talk football, let us know. We'll, we'll make room for you. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. I appreciate y'all. Thanks for giving. You too. Thank you. Thanks, DeMontre. Yep. All right. DeMontre All right. Moore. Thank you, sir. DeMontre Moore. And, uh, yeah, you know, from time to time, we're able to bring you folks like this through a, a, a talent agency that we are connected with. Not that we have any talent. They have the talent. And uh, they provide us with some great guests and knowledgeable people. And we appreciate the DeMontre being on with us tonight. He's terrific. Yeah, that was some, really good. Some great stuff.